Welcome to Shooting the Frisbees with your hosts, Jake and Randy, discussing all things freestyle frisbee and whatever else that comes up. Welcome to Shooting the Frisbees with Jake and Randy. Hey, Jake, how you doing? I'm great. How are you, Randy? I'm doing good. I am sitting here in Seattle and looking out at a beautiful sunny day, and it's sort of uh, reminding me of what happened in Austin not too long ago. Yeah, we were just there for AFO, and Deaton Mitchell happened to be in town at the same time, and we got to jam with him twice. It was great. Yeah, indeed. So, you know, what's really awesome is that we actually have more of Deaton Mitchell today. So we're going to continue our conversation with Deaton, and it's going to start out with uh, Deaton giving a little advice. Enjoy. <laughs> Deaton, is there any advice that you would give to someone who wants to improve their game? Um, well, the advice, I think most people know, you have to you have to play a lot. It has to be, you kind of have to have this focus that you know you have to exclude a lot of things i mean you can have you know a a normal life but you may have to skip out on a little of the parting although that's i didn't skip out on that much anyway but you know as far as um jobs and family and all that kind of stuff uh you have to have understanding people around you and so i didn't really get a real job until i was much older and uh when I got a real job, I got a real job. So uh, um, also, you know, and I don't really want to harp on this too much. I know Joey um, has just become involved in social media, and he's been kind of adamant about, like, okay, the game is going in the wrong direction. And I'm not really going to say that because a lot of the young players are, are working with, like, these really freaky angles that you didn't see a, a whole lot of. Uh, back in you know the old school kind of days but joey wants to see more throw and catch different variety um consecutivity is huge and there's this is probably the biggest piece of advice is that that i could give someone is that uh consecutivity for a lot of players and i'm talking about these guys are really good a lot of the european players and whoever doing amazing moves but they'll do something and they'll go to a done, it'll be like in a lot of co-ops where people are setting it up and someone's taking it on a the delay, whereas you need to be taking it behind the back, under the leg, behind the head, doing a restricted tap off of it. I think consecutivity is not stressed enough, and that's why I'm so excited about James. I know James was mentored by Joey and Ted and Rob and Dougie Fresh and being in that new york scene james variety is so incredible it just he does not seem to have a a spin preference if i had to guess i would think he learned counter first but that's just a guess and he can tell me when i finally meet him and chat with him but uh work on consecutivity spend a lot of time with the disc stretch do yoga do pilates do something to increase your flexibility, uh, maybe work on balance exercises. Um, now, these are things that I probably didn't do as much of when I was younger because when you're young, you have young muscles 
uh, your body is completely in tune and you can get away with stuff. But coming from a guy that's, uh, you know, kind of battled through some stuff that this, the things that I'm doing now to improve my Frisbee game are crucial. I would not be playing and then spend a lot of time with the disc. Uh, like when you're not playing and Jake, I think I've seen some videos of you guys. I know that, um, your very best friends and wife are frisbee players so you guys are just hanging out and you guys are doing little you know kerfuffles or you're like hanging out having beverages and there's a frisbee out and that's going to make you better if you are always thinking in terms of spin and you know and uh working both spins i think is very important and that you know later in my career actually post competitive i've become a lot more interested in counter and a lot of that is playing with pat uh so as far as advice if somebody getting better just uh you gotta work you gotta do the work it's like anything else in life that you want to be good at whether it's a sport whether it's a profession um if you're a musician you there's a certain amount of natural talent that you're blessed with and some people are blessed with significantly more the work you put into it is going to be the deciding thing. Discipline is certainly a big key. All right, so I got another question here for you there, Mr. Mitchell. Here it is. Here's the setting. It's a beautiful beach, hard pack. It's like 100 yards deep, perfect wind, seven, eight miles an hour coming off the ocean. You get to choose three players of your choice to be there with you. Who would it be? Oh, my God. This is not a fair question. You could bring uh, 10, huh? But you only get three. You only get three. I don't know that I can really answer this. Seriously. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, Randy and Jake will be two. How am I doing? There you go. Good answer. <laughs> Wait, it's already rigged. It's already rigged. We're not we'll allowed. We'll be back on the no. podcast next week. <laughs> Golly. I'd have to put my boy Pat in there. Uh, Jim doesn't play anymore, but boy, you know, he could probably pick up a disc and go out there and shred. He's so talented. God, I don't know. There, and there's so many, there's the young guys that I haven't met. You know, I could throw James in there, but picking three, goodness gracious. Now, are we talking about the prime of their career or we're talking about present day? Um, boy, I want you to answer both of those. Okay. Prime of their career first. Uh, Got to go my partner, Jim Benson. And then I'm going to say Chip Bell. Have you guys ever played with him in the wind? Oh, my God. It's so um, much fun to play with Chip. He is amazing. Yeah. Then the fourth one. Um, I don't know. I guess I probably should say Joey because Joey, uh, even though Donnie was the biggest influence on my game by far, Joey had more of an influence from a philosophical standpoint as far as consecutivity and, uh, you know, watching him. He was like, he was the first person ever to mob up. He like invented that. And I'm going to tell you sometimes when they, the players weren't up to Joey's skill level, it was not the prettiest thing. But when you saw Joey and Chip and maybe a couple of those other Santa Barbara guys, Rick Rivette, Richie, and they, got going it was unbelievable but uh um, okay so i'm gonna just say i would pay to see that beach jam of you jim (laughs) 
Joey, and Chip. That's a dream now, now team. Now, present day, let's go to present day. I'd have to go with Pat. You know, he's, he's my best friend these days, you know. Uh, Randy, I may have to throw you in there, buddy, because every time you and I play together, every time we got together at wherever it was and, you know, the jam we had, I don't know if you remember this, uh, the, when you came through Baton Rouge and basically everybody else had shut down and you and I stood up and Shaft came on, Isaac Hayes. Da-da-da. <laughs> and you and I picked up the disc and just started going back and forth. And I promise you, I think we like dropped one through that. And I don't know how long the song is. And at first we were kind of getting into it, but it was just unbelievable. And I don't know. All righty. And then I'm going to have to put my boy James in there because James, um, I'm a big fan of James. And now James is the truth and he is the future um most of what i've seen circulate is his squash court jam so he's like the master of indoor now i've seen him play outdoors and of course he's amazing and i saw a little video with him and and doug fresh and you know fresh is a seasoned jammer and was really working the wind and uh you know james i, I don't think the beach is his preferred element but if he played out there for a few weeks just think of the stuff that that guy would do because if he's pulling those moves off indoors and he got used to that eight mile an hour breeze steady coming for thousands of miles no interruptions uh, it'd be unbelievable so uh okay so i've got my past and present four um, so what do you see that's new in today's game and what do you like and what would you like to change? All right. Uh, I kind of alluded to this earlier, the, um, the angles. I see people working with a lot of uh, bizarre angles. And um, usually back in the day when I would watch a Frisbee video, I knew exactly what everyone was doing. I might like drop my jaw and go, oh my God, I can't believe they just did that. Namely, like with Donnie Rhodes and some of the stuff that he did. But I knew exactly what he was doing. Uh, like with James and I think some of the Czech jammers and uh, there's some really good players from Germany. I really like uh, the guy Murdad. Is that how you pronounce his name? Yeah, Murdad, yep. Okay, he. Uh, I really like his game, but they do some take some skids with weird angles and go consecutively into something else with another weird angle. And I'm kind of having to rewind and go, okay, what, what spin did that start and what spin to this end? So I really like a lot of that stuff. And the fact that the Frisbee is working in so many different planes. Now, as far as some of the things that I don't like, um, uh, I know Bob Coleman kind of re revolutionized the game with uh, connecting the neurons, but I think too many people put too much emphasis on that move or, um, you know, modifications of that move where you're just seeing it over and over and over in a routine. And back in the day, 
when we would do against the spin stuff, we tried to like stay in the center and work through it. And I'm seeing, you know, the skids, you know, they're cool moves. I don't, I don't do skids, <laughs> never have. Um, I don't know. I might do it one day if I keep playing long enough, but, uh, and the skids, a lot of them are really cool. I got to say, but it's, um, I would like to see more people working the center of the disc and working their body around the disc with, uh, consecutivity. And, um, a lot of times when I see these skids, the people are doing like the behind the back skid and they're taking it directly on a, the, as a planned move. So do this behind the back skid and take a figure four pull or an under the leg pull or a behind the back pull. Don't try not to have a, the, as a planned point in your combo now we all do do those and i'm gonna kind of go back to joey for just a second and you know he's been very vocal about you know too many one-handed turnovers too many skids um and i'm not gonna go that far but you know he is joey so we're gonna listen to him and joey who had you know a huge influence on me as far as philosophy you know when we're sitting around after one of the tournaments or one of the jams out of the million times that I was hanging around with Joey over those few years he said this is the first thing you learn when you pick up a frisbee and he he delayed a counter delay on his finger and he goes and as soon as you learn that you get as far away from that as you possibly can and I was like okay the oracle is spoken so yeah consecutivity uh, I would like to see a premium placed on consecutivity what is your favorite trick? Favorite trick, as far as in Frisbee? Freestyle Frisbee trick. What's your favorite? All right. Um, well, as far as what I was able to do, probably, and something that I'm kind of known for, was the double leg over behind the back delay. Because um, I don't know how I even thought of it. It was after um, a Whammo tournament, one of the week-long Whammo tournaments in st louis and it was the first big tournament jim and i had ever won it wasn't an fpa meet and then we won kansas city a couple weeks later but we were in shreveport louisiana in jim's parents backyard and he threw it to me and uh we were big and doing double leg over downs or double leg over inverted well i did a double leg over and froze it on my right hand on a behind the back delay just you know stuck it and that kind of started that and you know i uh, really, I don't know that I have like a favorite. That would probably be my favorite singular move that I do. Now, as far as um, moves that other people do, I'd have to say Pat's grown man cry is pretty much up there. That's freaking amazing. Yeah, I actually named that. Um, he did it. I've, I'm sure I've seen it more than anybody, being that the guy's my best friend, you know. And the first time he did it, I said, man, that move is enough to make a grown man cry. And that's how moves are named. <laughs> Love it. That's great. Yep, it's stuck. You know, he, he doesn't do it like our, I haven't seen him hit it in a while. But at fifty-seven, yeah, though, that's yeah. impressive, man. Now 57 he's fifty-five. Years old. He's a young end. He's a young. Is he fifty-five? 
Yeah, he's a whippersnapper. Uh, yeah, he's about to be 56, though. He's Yeah, he's getting up there. No, it is amazing. The dude's, he's unbelievable. He's incredible. Um, as far as other moves, I really am a big fan of consecutive taps. Uh, like uh, Joey's combo that he did in the U.S. Open in 86, that would be up there where he's using both hands, you know, working both sides of his body. He's spinning both directions, which is um, something that a lot of people don't do. You know, if you have uh, turns and they're equally good spinning left and spinning right, and you can do it, back, you know, within the same combo. Like, I don't know, you know, I, I love to watch people play and kind of dissect their game and notice these kind of things. And James looks like he, you know, can spin both directions um, like watch Pat Karostico play and he's got one of the best turn games going. He's like straight up and down and he's graceful and he's powerful. You know, he only turns one direction. He turns toward his, uh, left shoulder. So like when he does his double and triple into guidance, it's left hand. He can't spin the other direction like body spin. So, you know, it's something probably you guys have never noticed because you're just kind of blown away just at how incredible the moves are and they are, and it's not really a knock on his game, but I mean, I think being able to, to do that, to have turns and go in both directions is, um, you know, that's a good skill to have. So I've kind of gotten off as far as favorite trick. My favorite trick that I did probably was the double leg over behind the back delay. Um, I really like doing a leg over chest roll combos where you swing your leg over you know, before you do the chest roll and then maybe get the other leg up and as you're finishing your roll, you're pushing it under the other leg. If you can get your legs going and you have a nice wind and you're putting together different combinations of that, I, that's another one of my favorites. Uh, you know who Chip was really good at that? I was, I was, you Chip just, I was, yeah, I was going to say Chip. Chip was the, the king of that and made it look so easy. Yeah, and it's not easy. It was, it's not easy. No, it's not easy. I've oh, tried many was, times, and I just can't get my legs high enough. Still, make the chest yeah, roll Chip happen. Was, yeah, Chip was something with that move. He's the one I kind of use as, uh, you know, my my guide on that move. I heard Dave Lewis call it a jelly roll once, but I don't know if that's I, a jelly. I, I think I, I think his jelly roll was where he took his right leg over and did a back roll off of a. He kind of did that claw set he did, and he didn't get it real far away from himself and would set it up there. That's another incredible player. God, the more we talk, you know, there's just so many amazing players that are out there. Yes, Deaton, you are absolutely right. There are so many amazing players out there. And, you know, one of the cool things about doing this podcast with you, Jake, is that we get to talk about these amazing players and share them with the world. It's not just us talking on a, a field or talking somewhere at a restaurant after a tournament. We actually get to share these amazing players with the listening public. So that's really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Sort of like what we would do in our spare time. And now we're bringing it to the rest of the world. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. So, uh, I just want to say thanks to all the folks out there who have sent us pictures wearing your Frisbee Guru t-shirts. Uh, we put them up on our Guru Wall of Fame, so we really appreciate that. If you want to send us a picture, we would love it. 
we'll add you to the guru wall of fames. <laughs> All right, Jake, we'll talk to you next time. Yep. See ya. Talk to you then. Thanks for listening to Shooting the Frisbees with Jake and Randy. To contact us or for more info, check us out at frisbeeguru.com. Home to hang.